0: Guilt trips. Some of us get taken for a ride at least a few times a week. Did it happen to you this week? Or maybe last week? They can come from our friends, our work colleagues, and even our family. We can't stop them from happening, but what we can do is change our response to them. In today's episode, I'm digging into what is guilt tripping so that we can see it coming and change our response to them so that we don't get sucked into doing something we don't want to do. It's time for us to stop the guilt trips. Hey girlfriend, do you want to connect back to yourself and what you really want for your life? Are you finally done with the limiting stories and fear that stands in your way? Is the negative talk so loud that it sabotages you and lowers your self-confidence? Hi, I'm Marie. For the majority of my life, I lived in negativity that was often labeled as depression. My breakthrough happened when I learned the power of choosing happy. This podcast will give you tangible ways to finally ditch the negativity, improve your self-esteem and take action for what you really want for your life. No more guilt, no more people pleasing. Let's do this. We are choosing happy. Hello. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I just wanted to let you know this is the last call to purchase the Choose Happy Affirmation Card Decks for delivery in Canada and the United States for shipping in time for Mother's Day. And remember, there's a limited time offer. So when you purchase the Choose Happy Affirmation Card Decks at the checkout, you can enter the code HAPPY2023, and I'll spell it, capital happy 2023 to receive 15% off your purchase. The link is in the show notes. So if you're thinking to purchase them, pause the episode right now and go to the link and then you can join back on the show. Let's talk about the subject of today's episode, which is guilt trips. How many of us get taken for a ride at least a few times a week? Did it happen to you this week or maybe last week? They can come from our friends, our work colleagues, even our family members. What can that look like? Well, let's look at a few examples. Work-related. Let's say, for example, you say you say to your manager, I'm turning off my work phone at 5 p.m. It's the end of my workday. I'll respond to emails the next day. A potential response from your manager could be, if we miss the deadline, you'll have nobody to blame but yourself because you didn't respond in time that's an example of guilt tripping how about a friend related example where you tell your friend i need to stay in and take some time for myself tonight a response from your friend seriously i'm in crisis mode right now i need you to come over you don't care about me guilt trip how about a family related example where you tell your family i need the next hour of quiet time for myself Please don't disturb me unless it's an emergency. And again, you have to define emergency. A potential response from your daughter or son could be, Mom, I need you to take me to X. I need something for my project that is due tomorrow. Anyone else can relate to this? I can relate to this too well. I love my kids. But at what point does what is is important to me come before what's important to them? I've been dealing with this question for so many years as I raised my kids. Their needs often came before mine. And yes, as a mother, we want to be there for them and we want to support them. But where do we draw the line? Also, this takes some inner awareness. We could also be the one laying the guilt trip on other people. What can that look like? Here's an example. You've just had dinner. With your spouse after a long day at work. You both have had long days at work. You've got a deal with your partner that the person who makes the dinner doesn't do the dishes. It's an ongoing deal you have. And they made dinner tonight. So your partner helps you clean up and begins to leave the kitchen to do whatever they need to do. You are feeling resentful because you're so tired. It was a very stressful day at the office. Instead of telling them that you are so tired and would really appreciate their help, you instead say, you don't care about me. All you care about is whatever you want to do. Can you relate to this example? Do you see how in this scenario, you might be laying on a guilt trip? So what is guilt tripping? According to dictionary.com, it's defined as to make someone feel guilty especially in order to induce them to do something. For example, we were guilt tripped into daily attendance, either on purpose or it could also be unintentionally. The person is trying to make the other person feel bad about a situation, a choice the person is making. The guilt trip is meant to get that person to change their mind on the situation or a choice that they're making. So what are signs that you could see of a person trying to guilt trip you? What can that look like? For example, they make sarcastic comments like, you're finally paying attention to me, or telling you that you owe them, or calling you a bad person because you're not doing what they want, or they could give you the silent treatment. So, How can we respond to a guilt trip? We can't stop them from happening, but we can change our response when they do happen. And hopefully if you change your response with that particular person, maybe the guilt trips will lessen or hopefully stop. Here are five different ways that I I did some research on this. And um, these five ways came up uh, pretty consistently, actually, as I was doing the research and how we can respond to a guilt trip. Here's the first one. Become present in the moment. You can't react. You're done. You're done if you start reacting, you know that. I know this can be hard to do, especially if you're worn down from a very long day, but you need to stay calm. Number two, tell yourself not to take this personally. This is about them. Not you. This is where self-talk kicks in. (laughs) Number three, be compassionate. And I know this can be tough. Remind yourself that they're acting this way for a reason. It's getting to that reason. That's where you need to take the conversation. Number four, use I statements. Identifying what you need or how you're feeling or how you're seeing the situation When you say I, it's taking emphasis off of them, which is what they're trying to do by guilt tripping you to do something you don't want to do. And number five, walk away. Sometimes it is better to walk away. And I invite you to walk away without guilt. That's right. Sometimes we have to find the courage and the vulnerability to do this, and I know, that can be really hard with our loved ones. We cannot continue to be guilt tripped into doing things that we just don't want to do. That's not choosing happy. We are worthy of saying no to to people that are demanding of us. If things don't work for us, we have the right to say no. Yes, that's exactly what I said. You can say no and you're welcome. (laughs) I hope today's episode has empowered you to change your response the next time you are guilt tripped to do something you don't want to do. It's in changing our response that we start improving our life. And improving our life, aligned with what we want, that's choosing happy. Wishing you a wonderful week. Cheers! I hope today's episode empowered you to choose happy as you live your upcoming week. If it did, consider forwarding it to a friend that may benefit from it as well. If you have 30 seconds, please leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast app. It warms my heart to hear the positive impact the show is making in your life. It takes vulnerability and courage for me to show up here every week. I do this because I feel called to share what I learned with others. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. You can purchase your very own Choose Happy Affirmation card deck at www.choosehappywithmarie.com. Take good care and see you next week.